Welcome to the Leading Below the Surface podcast, where we get beyond the book and into our day-to-day lives. Hello, everyone, and welcome to episode 15 of the Leading Below the Surface podcast. I'm Latanya Wilkins, and as with every week, I'm joined by my producer, Adam Smigo. So even though this episode is recorded in mid-December of 2023, I still want to encourage you to come back to this episode because it'll help you kind of understand and gain perspective of where you're at today and where you're going, especially when it comes to your goals and intentions throughout a year as those continue to change. So with today's episode, I'm going to offer you three coaching prompts specifically to close the year off strong. I'm also going to debrief you on some of the major things that have happened this year and how those have affected us. And then I'll end with some tips. So let's get started. So first off, I'm not gonna put this lightly, but this year has been extremely difficult. I would probably use some other phrases, but I I don't want my podcast to be tagged as explicit. But there are many different words that that you'd probably use to describe this year. What exactly has happened? And there's been so much that I can't, I could probably spend a whole podcast, maybe multiple on everything that's happened. So I'm narrowing this down to just a few. So first off, AI, chat GPT. If you haven't heard of this, you've been living under a rock. If you haven't tried it, you might be considered a Luddite, right? Because it's it's here, it's coming, it's it's gonna expand. There's there's been a lot, there's there's a leadership mess, uh, leadership ordeal with open AI. And actually, this is interesting, but AI was actually named Collins Dictionary's word of the year. So it's that big. Well, at the same time. Next month, I'm, also, I'm actually doing an episode on the relationship between AI and below the surface leadership. And so even though we're hearing about this, it's the word of the year, there is some hype here. And so we're gonna talk a little bit about how this might be overhyped, but how we can use it as a good tool for below the surface leadership. Tons of world events, right? Every year we have these, but this year we have Two active wars that the U.S. is very actively involved in. Uh, this podcast, I, I live in Chicago, Illinois, so if you're, I, I know we have some global listeners, and I know there's other wars going on in the world, and I'm just I'm covering those that we hear the most about that affect us the most, and I know that's very U.S. centric, but again, if I could probably do an entire podcast on this, but the two that have affected Americans and even the world economy, the most are the war in Ukraine and the Israel-Palestine. I don't even like to call it that. I'll say the Israel-Hamas uh, conflict. And these are wars that we don't really know what's happened. It's happening with, you know, it's very uncertain when these might end. I, I read this morning that, that Putin um, is actually running for another term in Russia. So we don't know uh, how long these are going to last. Some of us have already 
already think that Ukraine and Russia has dragged on. We were told that's going to be a long war. We we're also told that, you know, the war that Israel and Hamas are involved in, or the conflict, I'll call it a conflict, the conflict that they're involved in might go on for quite a while as well. But this has created a great deal of stress on all of us. And I, I actually dedicated an entire episode to supporting employees in distressing times. And war has been one of the biggest stressors. Actually, I was doing a workshop the other day and we asked folks what their biggest challenges were. Uh, and number one was war and uncertainty. Uh, number two was, was layoffs. And number three was inflation. So these are things that our people are concerned about, which actually takes us to number three, and that's the economy. And Americans are worried about the inflation, uncertainty, there's, there's been more layoffs. And so we're in a cycle that is seemingly um, starting, but I'm, I'm hoping it's short. But for some of us, it feels like it's not going to end um, anytime soon, especially with the war in Ukraine and how long that's been going on. And plus we have the US presidential election in 2024. So that, that's always a, a huge uh, source of stress for all of us. But is it me, just to keep it real, is it me or in the last three years just feel like a mess, felt like a mess? I mean, we had 2020, we, you know, we had COVID, 2021, I mean, the White House was stormed. Uh, you know, we had a new president sworn in, and and then we had Roe versus Wade uh, overturned. We had layoffs in, in 2022 after everybody was really excited getting jobs at companies that they never had a chance before in in, a, in attaining. Um, it just seems like the last three years it's just nonstop. And so it's uh, as as one of my 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 friends says is it's uh and i hate this term but and i i don't want to call it the new normal but what she says and she's a trained therapist is um it's going to become our new threshold and we just we we tend to get used to things um i'm not saying it's okay I, i'm just saying that humans are are adaptable creatures or can be adaptable creatures and so sometimes we respond to the stress by accepting it as part of life. And I think that's kind of what we have done. But at the same time, a lot of the things that we're not happy with or satisfied with, we're fighting against it, right? And so in ways that can better our society, humanity, and, you know, world international relations. But this isn't all about that. This isn't a, this isn't a podcast on uh, macroeconomics or politics or or inflation. It's it's really a podcast about how can we connect with people across differences? How can we have deeper connections with people? So let's let's shift back to that. So on that note, as a coach, I get asked a lot about how people should wrap up their year, especially this year, because again, there's been so much going on. And every year I write an article, I usually drop that in January. So in, in this, well, in December, I'll do a wrap up like I'm doing here on the podcast. And in January, uh, I'll do uh, an article around how to kick off the, the year strong. And just going back to the couple last couple of years, in 2021, I wrote an article 
that was all about starting less and continuing more, especially around DEIB. There were a lot of companies that were having their first foray into DEI in 2021, and they were people were already getting burnt out. And so I wrote that article all about um, that. That article was focused on how can you start less, continue more, continue on the route that you've been in. And then the the 2022 focus was around focusing equally on your budding moments and your biggest moments. Because uh, we get to the end of the year, and especially in the U.S., which can be a very individualistic, competitive culture, which I I speak against and leading below the surface, dominant leadership standard. Um, you know, I I believe in more collaboration. I think there's there's enough work for everyone. I mean, we've got a lot of people in this world. Uh, but with that, it's it's focusing on those what you started and what's budding versus what's the big, you know, what's biggest. So the budding trees versus the biggest trees, right? Um, and taking pride in that and how to continue feeding those budding trees and cultivating those budding trees. We also tend to go to extremes, which is why I, I write these these articles um it, so i as a coach i i get a lot of folks that and clients that think about extremes a lot and it, and i'll talk a little bit about what that is and and whatever or what that looks like and with my clients i i remind them that i remind them to ask themselves what's really going on because what's really going on and what they think is going on there's usually a big gap there right where What's really going on is they're they're doing fine, but then they get they get fixated on the things that they're doing wrong, and we'll talk about why that is. And 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 they also go to extremes. Of I remember when I first became a coach, um, my my coach at the time, like we had this code moment where I would call her when I felt like you know it was like in the middle of January, and at that time I didn't have a huge client base, so. January was a very quiet month and I call her up and be like, is this going to be the year I go to business? And again, I'd go to extremes instead of recognizing what was going on in that moment and just seeing at that time, January as a seasonal month that might have less business. Being able to see that, that's why I've been able to uh, be resilient and, and grow my business. So what do we do? So, you know, we have all this stuff going on in the world. We tend to think in extremes. Sometimes we focus on the biggest moments. Like many of you are probably already feeling like you're failing because the, the year is probably a lot different than last year. Um, maybe last year was a great year for you and this year is not, or maybe last, you know, since 2020, the last three years have not been good for you. I don't know, but the, the, the main point, I mean, business fluctuates, careers fluctuate. And so giving yourself some grace as as we go through some of some of them you know probably three of the most difficult years i think that i i've seen like macroeconomically or externally in my lifetime i would say i would go that far to say that this is the most i mean war that i've seen that that directly affects like you know me and us and 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 these moments so and then everything else again that's happened 
over the last, you know, four to six years. So what do we do? So as, as we do with every podcast, I want to get into some of the things that you can do. And, and now I'm putting my coaching hat on. And so let's talk about those things as if I'm coaching, you know, clients. And because and, again, this is a very uh, timely conversation, a timely podcast, because a lot of folks are asking about this. Before I get into the tips, just remember you're doing just fine. Everybody's in the same boat. Again, I, I don't like hyperbole, but I will say that, and again, in different ways, but some of the most difficult years that some of us may have ever seen, um, you know, different world leaders, different country leaders, like all those things and all the shifting things. So uh, first off, one thing you can do is the first tip is try to understand what's motivating you and why you're doing things again what's motivating you and why you're doing things and you can there's two different ways or two, two different considerations to to look through one is what was your motivation throughout the year and what do you want your motivation to be going forward so the reason why i'm bringing this up there's there's many of you have probably heard of this if you've taken a basic psychology class but there are two different types of motivation in, in human behavior that, that psychologists talk about. One is intrinsic motivation, and two is extrinsic motivation. And intrinsic motivation means that you do things because you want to do them. And you get a lot of joy out of doing those things. Uh, you, you feel like those things are impactful and you love them. External motivation, ex extrinsic motivation is, are the things we do because we want other people to see that we're doing them. So one of those things um, might be social media, right? Like where you, for example, post on social media because you want that extrinsic motivation. You might want likes, you might want, you might want to put a product out there and you, want, you might want some validation. But the thing is, is that we we need a little bit of both, but intrinsic motivation, you know, I would say at least 70%, 80% of your task, you want to get those to be um, done or completed out of intrinsic motivation. You know, it's interesting because the brain actually rewards us for, for spending mental energy on ourselves right um but and it also awards us even more for conserving our energy so if if we conserve you know doing things that bring curiosity or bring impact or bring joy that's conserving our energy but the things that we're not doing that are not conserving our energy and they're actually exhausting and so really trying to find that balance that's not to say you, you you're not going to be able you're not going to have to do things that rely on extrinsic motivation. There are some things that the reasons why we we need extrinsic motivation, and you know I, I think for example if you're if you're just starting a new job, starting a, you know a new relationship, you you might be on a, a new team, you might need to get that validation. Um, first and that would be something extrinsic but you could have something intrinsic uh 
that you get out of that. For example, like maybe you're a giver and you want to provide value in that way. And so it doesn't have to be one or the other. But again, sometimes when you're first starting out with new thoughts, new products, new teams, new situations, new conflicts, the extrinsic might be where you go, but it's again, it's going to take a lot more energy. So with that coaching prompts, as if you're, I know some of you are probably listening to this, like out, maybe you're at the gym or maybe you're driving or doing another activity. Um, but, you know, Jack, make a, make a list of the, the things that, that you've accomplished this year, maybe your biggest moments and then your budding moments and where those intrinsically or extrinsically motivated and the things that are extrinsically motivated, how can you, how can you make those more intrinsically motivated? Like, how can you get more joy from those activities? How can you get more impact from those activities? And maybe it's different types of people or different types of organizations um, to get intrinsic, but you can get there. And so thinking about that. So number one, uh, again, just looking at your activities and knowing what's, what type of motivation drives each one. And you want those to be intrinsically motivated where you're getting joy out of those activities. The next uh, prompt is avoiding extremes. I just talked about extremes. And when clients get in that space, I ask them again to reflect on what's really going on. But there's a reason why we all do this. And, and it's it's a phenomenon called negativity bias. And what this means, it's a cognitive bias that results in negative events having a more significant impact on our psychological state than positive events. Again, negative events having a more significant impact on our psychological state than positive events. And so this is interesting because when I'm not on X, Twitter, whatever, because it's so, I, I used to be on there, but I felt like it was so negative and I felt like everything really negative, um, or super prov provocative, um, good or bad, right? Um, bad news. Usually it's bad news. It's like usually something that is news that might make me stressed out but there's also a lot of activism so there's that too but there's this this negative news right um and i and i saw that when i first joined twitter many years ago that that news spread so quickly and it, it spread more quickly than positive events and it's interesting because research backs that up and it's like a significant differential between how much quick more quickly negative news travels than positive news and it's the same with our brains and this is why we go to the extremes right it's like you know if for example you are someone that had a job um and you lost it right and it was a job that you really liked and you got laid off that is going to be that might create a bigger imprint in your brain than all the positive jobs you had or all the positive things um you might get a negative piece of feedback in a performance review. That negative feedback is going to transcend everything. And it used to happen to me when I first started off as a speaker, I get one negative comment 
and it and I'd have like amongst like dozens of positives and then you just <laughs> go into that and you're like I think that's negativity bias it's like those things are you know they have a strong psychological effect and and it's now when I'm on social I keep that in mind uh, and it's it's really why we don't hear a lot of positive news because it doesn't spread as fast it's not that there aren't positive things happening in the world I actually started listening to a podcast that gives us positive information or gives me positive information so I know in addition to all the things I just mentioned earlier in the podcast what's going on that's positive what's going on that's budding and how can we how can we get those things out there so negativity bias the good news is that it's it's a very well studied and long understood concept and it's also linked to loss aversion which is another cognitive bias that describes why the pain of losing is psychologically twice as powerful as the pleasure of gaining again the pain of losing is psychologically twice as powerful as the pleasure of gaining wow so again it's just we have this bias towards negative events negative information we when we see it's interesting because even when we see positive things or someone put a positive thing out there that might have happened in their life like sometimes i see that but i see a negative thing that happens in someone's life and it's got so much more attention right because that's where our brains go and that's that's you know we can immediately uh we, we immediately have that bias where we could probably recall that 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 event that happened to us so number two avoiding an extreme so again to avoid the extremes understand what negativity bias is we all suffer from it i still do sometimes and social media can really trigger that so even going through that just especially as you're closing the year out and you see other people's like what other people are saying saying about the world um saying about them what's happening to them that doesn't necessarily mean that's happening to you i actually called a friend up this morning and i was talking to her and she's a chro or a chief people officer and i was like so I, I you know this morning i woke up to all these alerts on my phone about the economy being so bad and i'm like is it really that bad or am i just reading the negative and she's like it's it's like a cycle it's uh you know i think a lot of people were hired and we're it's right sizing and so it's it's all how you look at it and what you're reviewing and again if you're going to review the negative stuff also review the positive stuff and and with that it's like for example positive we talked a little bit about ai the negative is the catastrophic state the positive is okay how many jobs is this going to create how are we gonna have to work differently how can humans now really stick out and differentiate themselves from technology and use the technology to be more human right um to free up things that are robotic for us so now let's move to number three so number three as you're closing the year out start less continue more i'm going back to my 2021 article again this was a hard year it some of you might have had a pivot things several times some of you maybe 
looking for a new opportunity unexpectedly. And maybe before you knew you were going to look for this, maybe you started something, maybe you had a project or maybe you had a new goal or, or, or something new that you wanted to do. And continue, continue that. Don't start something new. It's, we are obsessed again with starting stuff. And when we start things that we haven't finished, it's just going to make us more stressed out because we're coming back to those things. Also, if you started a bunch of stuff and you don't know what you want to finish, come back to that intrinsic motivation, right? Like what are the projects that are bringing you joy? The projects that you want to do and make time for those things. The things that you're doing for extrinsic that, that are extrinsically motivated or the things that you're doing because it's there's just things that you've been doing for a long time or that that you're doing because you feel obligated say more say no to more of those things again so you can open up space to continue more so the three prompts that i provided today number one understand your motive motivation around some of the things you accomplished this year uh were you intrinsically motivated extrinsically motivated how can you move some more things in the intrinsic column avoiding the extremes again we have this thing called negativity bias we see it everyone's probably doing better than you think right you're doing the best you can if you find yourself in a mood where you are feeling kind of negative for lack of a better word or i guess another word would be pessimistic you know find all the data points that disprove that right there are going to be some data points that that show you that those things are not true and if that doesn't happen if that doesn't work then tell yourself what's actually going on and if you need to disconnect from social do it because there's so much out there's too much we, we have we have too much information at our fingertips and so that's one of the, the shifts that i've made is I'm very selective about what I tr what I read and what I consume because it's just too much, and again, it can trigger that negativity bias, and it can it can it can re easily rob a whole day. And number three, starting less and continuing more, and making sure that the things that you're continuing are in that intrinsic column. So thanks everybody for listening today. Today we talked about closing your year out strong. And I'd love to hear from you on, you know, maybe a couple of ways that you're going to close your year out strong. We will be turning this also into a, a LinkedIn article. So be sure to follow the Leading Below the Surface newsletter on LinkedIn if you don't already. We'll leave that in the show notes. And one other opportunity that you'll have in 2024, if this is something that really resonated with you and you want to start your year off, um, if you want to start your year off strong, we're going to be opening up two accelerators, a uh, very small um, number, and we're going to we're going to be opening those up early next year. And we're only opening those up to folks on our mailing list because we this is more of a, a client appreciation thing and a community appreciation thing. So we'll leave that link in the show notes as well. So thank you, everybody. Have a great rest of 2023. And we'll see you in 2024. 
Thank you for joining us for the Leading Below the Surface podcast. If you haven't already, be sure to check out our show notes, which includes tips, articles, and other resources. And one more thing I'll mention, please, please, please leave us a review, especially if you are someone who has listened to at least one episode. You could do that in the app of your choice. And while you're in there, don't forget to hit subscribe.